0: what up it's your boy alex the ball god the vice president of operations same Play entertainment and you're watching everybody asks it's the show where people ask questions on the internet about music the music business creative endeavors um like that and i your humble meek and meager Servant reply to those questions with answers right here Um, Today is a big day We will start filming these Every Tuesday at noon Eastern Starting next week every Tuesday at noon Eastern There will be a live version of this on our station head channel that you will be able to listen to and actually call in and ask me direct over the phone your questions To do that, you just got to go on Stationhead, get the app. It's in your app store. Um, Sign up. You need Spotify or Apple Music to sign up. It's a great app. And then follow us, same plate, on the app. And we will be there every Tuesday at noon Eastern, giving you answers to questions. The show, then, will be rebroadcasted across our YouTube. It'll get rebroadcasted on SoundCloud as a full podcast. You know, we really do this content thing we get busy with the content um it's a big day i'm going to la for the full week we're gonna get in people's face get people excited about this new music that's coming in 2019 from same plate i give you guys all the time about how i need you guys to find that crew of people that you should be talking with Uh, Friends family partners folks like that that you can go to and get support from that's what I'm doing I'm going out to LA. I've never been to LA in my entire life. I Always said that I would only go if somebody flew me out So John the big boss the president has decided to fly me out So I'm going and we're gonna you know hustle up a lot of opportunity for the plate. So That's why we're filming this on the Monday and let's get into it. So First question, court.
1: All right, this is a YouTube question. Someone commented in our YouTube comments. His name is The Roof L and his question. The Roof
0: L YouTube comment.
1: What's the easiest way to get a song heard?
0: What's the easiest way to get a song heard? The easiest way to get a song heard is what I've been saying since, you know, episode 1. You got to find people that you trust and make them a part of your process. That's it. That's the, the the name of the game. It's, if you're so early, I'll give you a great example, because I'm going to use us as an example. We are so early as a record label. Yes, we've, been, we've all collectively been working in the business for a while. Yes, our artists have been developing on their own for a while. Yes, all that stuff helps, but we're still in that same phase with you. Like, we're a brand new company. Nobody a year ago knew what same play entertainment was and that's cuz it didn't even exist as a company so what we need to do is do just what you do just at a different a uh, level it's we're going and making people a part of our growth and a part of our process. It's the reason why we do the vlogs. It's the reason why I do this this series here. It's the reason why we have the buy the number segment, which we're bringing back, where we create content and show you guys the numbers. It's so, in five years, when Feli blows the fuck up, you can go back and see what we were doing five years ago. And you were a part of that process. And you folks on Stationhead were a part of that process from the beginning. And that's what you need to do at your level, whatever level you're at. You need to make the people around you, the trusted folks, a part of your process. Make them a part of your team and get them excited and get them talking. And then you'll get hurt. Next question. Oh, no, I just, I just signed my computer. Court signed out of his computer, station head. Signed out. All right, I got a bunch of questions. I'm gonna choose how, how many you want. I'm Ear for teams. talent, what's up? Go ahead. Nice, good shout out. All right, first question. First question from Cora, coming from Cora. Yeah.
1: Has streaming music ruined the music industry?
0: Has streaming music ruined the music industry? No, it's saving it. We're making so much that we all get jobs because of it now. Artists are making money again because of it. Are you
1: finished? Yeah, I'm finished. The next question. Who is an artist that you like for their music, but not as a person?
0: Who is an artist that you like for your music, but not as a person? So, I'm not gonna answer this question. <laughs> but, I, no, no, I'm not gonna answer it the straight-up way. But I'll give you a runaround answer. What I've learned in my life, in working in the music business, is that There are a lot of artists that I've either met or heard about or just do things in general that are that's super questionable. And I feel like there is a way to split the baby. There is a way to appreciate the music, um, but not like them as a person and keep that separate. For me personally, though, there are very hard lines that I'll draw. There are moments, I'm not going to get into it, but there are hard lines where I feel like if an artist is doing X, Y, and Z, they've just gone off the deep end and I can't support that. And I'm just not going to listen. And I'm willing to forego the hype or whatever uh, that releases may have because they just don't fit with what I want to be supporting. So that's that. Next question, Court.
1: All right. Here for Talon, if
0: you have any questions, you let me know. All right, next question. I'll let you call in, too, with it. Go ahead. You ready? Yeah,
1: next question. If sex sells in the music industry, as people say, then how come less sexualized artists with a squeaky clean image like Taylor Swift and oh Adele my. outsell
0: everyone? If sex sells, how come Taylor Swift and, and Adele, Adele who them. have squeaky clean images, outsell everyone? cuz they're talented. If the question is about it and and damn ear for talent left. If the question is about does sex sell? Um it does, but it's not just in music, it's everywhere. Like it's just blatantly obvious that it does, right? Um if you're saying if you're saying that if you're trying to refute that by saying that, why does Taylor Swift and Adele sell? Then I can refute that point with ten other artists that do fit that mold that sell. Um, I do think that if you want to get into mass level of um, consumer facing, uh, you need you definitely need to polish your messaging. Because being an artist at that level is kind of like being in politics, you know what I mean? Everything you do is a stance. Every person that you align with is an alignment that you're making publicly. And you need to strategize accordingly. Drake, I think, does an incredible job of that. Um, Taylor, Ade- like, at that level, that's what you're doing 24-7, is playing the game and and it's the game of public it's the game of winning the court of public opinion 24/7 so a lot of people play it safe and they do a lot of squeaky clean next question
1: what are some messed up things about the music industry that few people are
0: aware of what are some messed up things about the music industry that few people are aware of um politics I mean, I think that people have this rough idea of the poli- Oh. I think people have this rough idea of the politics that go into releases. Um, and I, like, I see on Twitter people will be like, oh, this album got shelved, or, oh, dude, what, where's your radio? Like, stupid, you know, armchair A&R, Monday morning quarterback commentary Um, on Twitter but the reality is is that the truth to those statements is that there's a lot of politics that go into getting an album to the point that it goes out and then there's a lot of politics that go into the promotion and the making of marketing plans and and it's stupid. Um, Here at Same Plate we throw that out the window. I don't want politics anywhere near our projects and we just won't play them. Um, but unfortunately, when you're dealing with huge labels, with huge staffs, you know, hundreds of people, teams of 40 people plus, 30 people plus, across all these departments, you have to play the politics in order to get things across. Some labels are better at, than it than others, but it's honestly the thing that kills great projects. And it's the thing that kills great opportunities, is, trying, is forcing everybody to play the game. Next question, Court.
1: Has the death of a musician ever changed the way you hear their
0: music? Has the death of a musician ever changed the way I hear their music? Um, yeah, I'll give you an example. I I don't think, I can't think of a recent one, but I'll give you an example. I'm 29. When Biggie died, I was 8. Um... I think I went into listening to Biggie's music after he died knowing that he was the greatest. So I think that my perception was and will always be that he's the greatest rapper that ever lived. And there's just nothing I, I, that will change that for me. But, I, you know, it's it's an interesting thing, that question... Because it bleeds into a different thing, which is perception is what matters when you listen to music. Perception going in. So if you're going to play music for people, I hate when when people want to, like, literally, like, force you to stop everything you're doing to sit there and listen to some new music. Like, it creates a bad energy towards the music. You have to... When, when you're trying to win people over, when you're trying to, to uh, get people's attention and make them a fan of your music, the, the picture that you paint before that record gets played is so important. The picture that was painted of Biggie to me was that he's the greatest thing ever and I need to pay attention to him. So I paid attention. On my own. But if this was 95 and somebody I didn't trust came in and, and and I was of age, obviously, enough to understand how great his music is, and somebody pressed play, I might not have appreciated it as much. Um, so I think it's important to think about, um, and this is a psychological thing, think about when you're playing music for people or when you're putting music out, period, Um, A, what's the perception that you want people to have of you? And then B, how do you set that tone, psychologically speaking? Sometimes it's not playing the record. Sometimes it's letting other people do the talking for you. Anyways, I know I went off on a tangent, but... I did Next thing, Court. I'm happy you liked it. All right. Court liked it, guys. Hey, Station Head, just so uh, this gets in the audio... Can we get more sound effects? I really want to, like, have, like, gunshots and, like, like when Court said I liked it, I want to have a preloaded sound effect in there that it's like the Court liked it button where I just smack it and it goes, Court liked it! <laughs> <laughs> like all this shit. All right, next question, Court. All right. All right uh, <laughs> I'm so hungry.
1: We might have touched upon this before, but I'm going to ask it again. Is it true that musical artists make most of their money from
0: touring? Is it true that artists make most of their money from touring? It depends. There's a lot of ways that artists can make money. The short, ga- the short game that artists play is touring. Um, because it's great money, and in, it's all in your hand. Like, you go on the road, you're making that money. As soon as a date's booked, and as soon as you pull up to the venue, so, and obviously there's there's more scale to that um, in terms of deals, but touring is a huge revenue generator for artists, and it's definitely huge in the upfront. But if you own the rights to your record, um, or if you partner with somebody that is actively adamant to continue to build your catalog. Um, And I think Sony Legacy, by the way, does a great job of that. Uh, Shout out to them. Um, You're gonna be making money for life, especially in the streaming era, because some of the biggest records right now, in terms of streaming, in general, overall, are catalog pieces. It's not just this influx of new music. I think the, the, the two big... It's funny because it goes into the touring thing. The two biggest indicators that an artist moves the needle is A, how big the size of the room they're performing in, which is the immediate, and then B, how long after they put a song out does it re, is it still culturally relevant? And both of those battles are harder day in and day out. In terms of money, an artist can do a deal that they make no money off their music except for the upfront check and, like, pennies after recoupment. Um, And then, yeah, like, that's it. Touring is their their main source of income. Or an artist can find a partner or distribute themselves, and if they catch a record, they'll, they'll make millions for the rest of their life. So it really just depends on the situation. Next question. This is the last question. Last question. Why is the music industry fueled by drugs? Why is the music industry fueled by drugs? Um, because America's fueled by drugs. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. You know? I was listening to um, the radio. Uh, for those that don't know, there's this program on High 97 called Street Soldiers. It's been on for a minute, hosted by uh, a woman by the name of Lisa Evers. I was listening to it um, this Sunday. They were talking about it. It's Music has always been, especially hip hop, has always been a reflection of what's happening in the community of the artist. Um, And drugs, I I hate to to break it to you if, if you haven't paid attention, are huge right now in every community. It's a sad fact of where we're at. And yeah, that's kind of it.
1: That would be really depressing way to end this podcast. I'm gonna throw in, like, an extra, like... Throw me an extra question, question,
0: Court. Give me me an extra question, because that that was depressing. That was was depressing. depressing. I'm so hungry. What are you gonna get for lunch? I'm going upstairs, and I don't know. Last one. Last question.
1: In today's world, is it harder for the most talented musicians to make it big?
0: In today's world, is it harder for the most talented musicians to make it big? No. I think in today's world, it's actually way easier. I think you have more noise to get over. But if you're truly talented and you have the attitude of you're going to do whatever it takes to get noticed, you're going to win. And it's super easy to go from A to B. A meaning making no money, you know... Recording out of your home, having nothing—it's you just doing everything yourself to be, which is making an entry-level salary. Being an artist just by putting music out, thirty to fifty to sixty thousand dollars a year um, by putting music out. All you need to do is be talented, do what it takes to get people's attention. Um, you know, build your following up not in a crazy way, but to a decent amount, and have music at the DSPs. And streaming, this is why I got so mad about that streaming question. Streaming will give you the opportunity, so that way you don't have to make your first job, um, you know, making minimum wage. Now you can make that same amount of money recording music and putting it out and just spending those eight hours a day figuring out how to promote yourself, how to get yourself out there. Um, you don't need a deal. You don't even need to give up any points on the distribution side. Go to TuneCore. You know? So that's it. Um, that was a better ending. That was a much better ending. Yeah. Thank you to everybody that watches all of these videos on YouTube. Thank you to everybody that tunes in on Station Head. Again, starting next week, Tuesdays, noon Eastern. We will be here, me, Court. If we have a guest, we'll bring a guest into the room. If not, it'll just be the two of us. And if you want to ask questions live, you can listen live and actually call in right here. I got the app open. Station Head. Download the app. Follow us. We'll promote it on social next week. Um thank you to everybody that listens on SoundCloud. We're finding ways to get this podcast up everywhere else. Um and it'll be out. And uh yeah, have a great week. Um and hopefully you're listening to Feli's Surf Trap album because I really need you to do that. So